0: Here's a quick way to protect a basement parking lot from flooding.
1: Flood Protection Secrets The podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe
0: So the big challenge is, how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free, critical infrastructure and livable cities?
1: Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people. Who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster.
0: Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities, and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge, and this podcast will give the answers.
1: Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa.
0: Yeah, here's a quick way to protect the basement parking lot from flooding. That is the topic of this episode today. And yeah, how to avoid flooding of expensive cars. You might say, oh, I don't have an expensive car, but uh, my car also has a value for me. And you are absolutely right. Expensive is very relative. We are not talking about the protection of um, Rolls-Royce, Ferraris, or Mercedes-Benz. We can talk about the ordinary cars as well, because that is a high value, especially for a family. So um, today it's not about the particular car, it is about the protection of all these cars when it comes to a basement parking lot. And uh, underground uh, parking spaces are extremely vulnerable to flooding. They must be protected first. Uh, Why? Because the water always takes the easiest way to get into a a building and uh, of course it will always flow to the lower levels. That is what we know from physics. Uh, You just have to go um, have a look to the street when it is raining. The water is never flowing um, up to the hills, it is always flowing downhill. So um, the challenge is what? Imagine you you have a you um, uh, are in a hotel. I think all of us have been in a hotel in our lifetime already. So um, most of the hotels come with basement parkings because that is um, yeah very cheap uh, to uh, to create to build to construct a basement. Uh, levels, uh, because uh, you own the lot already, so you can dig as deep as you can and use these levels for other things. Perhaps not for rooms, because there are no windows, but hotels are using that for the facility um, um, and for basement parkings. And that's the topic today. Um, the same for commercial buildings. Yeah, the same thing. Very often the parking space is in the basement levels, and um, same with the hospital. Hospital, the same thing. Very often there is limited space available. So what you do is um, you use the basement levels. And last but not least, also a private garage. What can be used uh, to park cars? Okay, that is for the richer of us, the richer people who can afford it. But um, the more the value is, uh, most probably. And uh, we can assume that the, the value of the cars is a little bit elevated when it comes to private basement parking lots yeah so uh, water finds a way in i said already and uh, the lower level first (laughs) and then comes the ground floor now the ground floor you are concerned about the ground floor of course but then uh, um, yeah at the very beginning you should be concerned about the basement uh, about your basement especially in um um, Germany, uh, Switzerland, or Austria as well, and France. So, in, in, in many countries, especially in Western Europe, we all have basements, and uh, um, yeah, that, that there is a traditional reason. Long ago, the people were sto- using it as a storage area because it was always cold, also in summertime, for um, vegetables, for potatoes. Um, and uh, charcoal, uh, the same for heating. I remember my parents were storing it uh, in the basement. And we were also having a problem with um, with uh, flood water and, uh, and ground water as well. I remember very well. That is why my father was installing, he was digging a small hole at the, uh, at the ground floor and then buying a submersible pump. And whenever there was water um, at this lowest level, then the pump was starting to pump out the water from the basement, from our basement in the house. Um, make sure when you consider such a solution um, that it, this pump is really located at the lowest level of a, of a basement. Um, perhaps you, you, all, you all have made this experience in the, um, in the bathroom when you took a shower um, at home or um, in a hotel, so somewhere else, and quite often, and I tell you, really, and in Asia it is really often. Yeah, um, it, it happens again and again that the water is never going to to the to to the, um, uh, to the drainage um, uh, outlet outlet uh, or to the drainage. Um, it is always flowing to a corner of the of this um, shower area. Why? Because the people who constructed to have put the the tiles did not pay attention uh, on the slope and that is very essential and when it comes to your slope, your basement and your submersible pump, make sure that the slope leads to the right direction and not to the wrong one. Yeah, how to protect? Um, I mentioned that already in, in some other episodes, but I can always, I should always repeat it. What kind of flood protection technology you want to use first to protect your basement, parking lot, um, portable barriers, flood doors or floodgates, automatic systems? And I always mention glass, but glass is more. Uh, for uh, It's a permanent solution and it is more for touristic spots uh, at the harbor, for instance, at the seaside or um, at the seaside at uh, breakfast rooms um, for the five-star hotels. Okay, that's not our topic today. So portable flood doors or floodgates, automatic systems, these are the three options you have. And uh, you should also consider, not only consider the price. Yes, the price is important, but you should consider also the operation. A hotel, for instance, uh, must make sure that it can operate as long as possible and the best is 365 days a year without interruption. So um, when it comes to um, to um, the emergency, so the first thing is uh, that you need manpower to operate the flood barriers. So the, the chain of command is important. Um, how educated are your people? Are they skilled enough to operate these, or this or these flood barriers? And that leads me to another question: How many of these entrances you want to protect? Is it one parking lot, one basement parking lot, uh, three or five? So uh, I have seen uh, five-star hotels. Uh, I, I was visiting a, a, a lot, and of course, um, um, they 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 look a little bit similar sometimes. But there was one with five entrances, five, and they were interconnected um, uh, at the um, at the basements. So there was a connection, um, and that means you must protect all five. Um, if not, all of them might be flooded. If you forgot if you forget only one. So one entrance is relatively easy to handle huh, when it comes to uh, the manpower. And uh, the chain of command I mentioned already, that should give the go signal, the start. That means now the bad weather is coming. We know it. It's very close. It's yeah approaching. Perhaps the water is already if, um, uh, in the street uh, in front of the hotel. So it's only a question of minutes until it reaches your hotel. So then really you should take action. So um, the first thing is who is giving this, um, this go signal? That, but that is something what we will discuss in another episode. Let's say the hotel manager is doing that. And uh, now, um, yeah, some skilled people should go to this particular entrance for this basement parking lot and uh, close um, the entrance with the flood barriers. Um, that might be a demountable flood barriers, uh, hopefully stored very close to the entrance and not too far away. And um, hopefully these, um, these, um, men, these people also know how to install them properly. Um, or it could be a lift hinge floodgate, so you only have to swing it to uh, take it from the parking position. Perhaps it is parked at 90 degrees against the wall, and now you swing it uh, and close it, and make it watertight. And um, that leads me to the next question. Or oh, an automatic system. Sorry. An automatic system what will automatically um, be lifted or dropped down, drop down when the water is reaching your hotel. Or you can also operate it manually, but that is something what requires more effort, and you need a control center for that. It's not that easy. As it looks like, so people always dream about how ah, I can operate it with my smartphone. I just click it. I click on the surface of my phone and then the barrier will operate. Yes, it's possible, but it has consequences when it comes to safety and observation of the location. That's another point. Perhaps a good topic for another episode, right? Isn't it?
1: Yeah, how to com- protection oh. secrets. The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa.
0: <laughs> ah <laughs> uh, yeah, I like these jingles. That was a new one. I even did not realize that there is some text coming. Okay. Uh, always always some fun. Yeah. Um Uh, One important point is how to communicate to the users. uh, Users is perhaps wrong. You don't use a basement parking. To the guests of such a hotel uh, when it comes to a hotel. Imagine you are closing the entrance and uh, a hotel guest is deciding to get out um, because uh, of whatever reason. Um, Or perhaps somebody did not realize that there is bad weather. A person who was sleeping the whole day long and did not realize. Uh, no, normally, you know, there's always in hotels. There's always this paper uh, that is um, uh, that is uh, um, put underneath underneath the door in your room. And when you come home, you see it half out, half in. And very often they tell you about an earthquake drill or fire fire um, fire drill or that uh, the restaurant operation hours are different or whatever. And in this case, normally you are informed one day ahead about such a bad weather situation and that might affect the entrance, the entry and the exit of the basement parking lot. But there are, you know, many people who simply don't read this information or they have forgotten it already and they might complain. So you also need to know how to communicate to these people To convince them um, why you close it, because they might say, hey, outside the sun is still shining, what very often is the case. Sometimes the sun is shining and five minutes later, terrible rain is is flooding the streets. So that is also a part of it. Uh, It is much more than just a flood barrier. Yeah. um, Finally, I always mention the functionality. You should be sure about your technology that you choose Leak rates, uh, impact of floating debris, Uh, how easy is it to operate? Uh, I mentioned the floodgate, flood door, relatively easy. You need one hand only uh, for demountable flood barriers. um, It's advisable to do it with two people. You can do it with one, but with two people it is better and it's much faster. How easy is it to maintain? Normally flood barriers, um, flood doors, floodgates, demountable systems, uh, portable systems, they don't require much maintenance. Um, however, they must be cleaned after after usage. Huh? Automatic systems require an annual maintenance, Defin- definitely. Uh, um, so um, that has an impact on the lifespan. And uh, yes, I always encourage uh, uh, users of flood barriers um, to ask for hydrostatic tests in front of you that the barrier is really doing what. what's a beautiful looking... Um, uh, high-end brochure is promising you, uh, we have the best barriers and you can be safe. Uh, The only thing to prove that the barrier is working is to make a hydrostatic test in front of you. And hydrostatic test, I always mention that, is that you have a kind of swimming pool in front, so you simulate the flooding environment. And how that works, uh, how you can do uh, this rubber test, I call our test always a rubber test, because the rubber is swimming on top of the water at the end of this test. That is what I explained in another episode. Yeah, the price, as always, um, has to be paid once only. But the safety for your cars at the basement uh, parking lot is for a lifetime. And uh, I always say, if you want to gamble, go to the casino. A serious flood protection supplier does not play with the safety of the customers. So I think I could give you a a kind of idea about a quick way to protect the basement parking lot from uh, flooding. However, and that is the best tip before you even start thinking about flood barriers, get a consultation first and... um, make a good planning, and uh, at the end, then you decide for a barrier. But don't go for a barrier, compare prices, because you don't know whether there are hidden prices, and uh, that will destroy all your budget at the end of the day. So the quickest way is to take the decision to protect your basement parking, then to quickly decide, do you want have something portable, demand with flat barriers, do you want kind of door or gate, swinging door or gate, or something automatic, what is definitely more expensive, and uh, then get a consultation from flood experts who can uh, teach you and tell you how to do. And uh, that will always follow an inspection. And you should spend this time and effort that uh, um, you discuss really the way of installation and the way of operation. Yeah, The so way of operation is a very important part when it comes to a Flood protection for a basement parking lot. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood-free. You are Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team.
1: That's it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets. The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe, German engineer, book author, and head of The Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa, protect for you? Anytime? Worldwide? Contact us? Or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality safe flood protection secrets the secrets you'll want to unfold
0: don't forget you're only one flood barrier away
1: subscribe to the season and you'll never be late for an episode